Electrical burns. Electrical injuries occur when high energy current travels through the body due to contact with an electrical source. Injuries occur due to either the flow of current through the body, arc flash, or clothing that catches on fire. With the former two, the body converts electricity to heat, which results in a thermal burn. It's important to consider the outward appearance of an electrical burn does not accurately predict the true extent of the injury, as internal tissues and organs may be much more severely burned than the skin. It's important to note the term electrocution refers to a person who is killed as a result of exposure to electricity. This thus sometimes someone who is exposed to electricity but survives has not been electrocuted. Electrical injuries occur when the human body comes in contact with an electrical source, either directly or through material that is con a conductor. For example, a utility worker may fall from a bucket truck and instinct instinctively grab a power line to catch himself, causing an electrical injury. Alternative alternatively, the worker may be holding a pole that comes in contact with a power line, causing him to sustain electrical injury. More commonly, a person becomes a victim of electrical injury at home, such as when an electrical cord on an, on an appliance becomes exposed and makes contact with the human body, or when the electrical source contacts water that an individual is in contact with as well, such as hair, dye, hair dryer falling into a bathtub. Pathophysiology Ohm's law states that current is directly proportional to voltage and inversely proportional to resistance. All three contribute to the pathophysiology of how electricity creates burns in the body. Contributing factors to the severity and pattern of injury include body position compared to the direction of current entering the body and duration of the exposure to current. Type of current. Low frequency alternating current AC causes more extensive injury to tissues than does high frequency AC or direct current. This is because low frequency alternating current causes ongoing local muscle contraction, flexor muscles greater than extensor muscles at the site of contact with the electrical source, often rendering the victim unable to let go of the offending object. In addition, AC injuries are more common as AC powers households and other buildings. DC causes a strong single muscle contraction, often throwing its victim away from the energy source. The most common examples of DC injury include lightning strike and contact with a car battery. Of note, the risk of death and or severity of injury from lightning strike depends on many factors, such as if the exposure was a direct lightning strike or lightning hit something else nearby, such as a tree, structure, ground, and when, and when traveled to the individual's body. Voltage and amperage. Burns can be classified as high or low voltage. High voltages greater than 500 to 1,000 volts cause deep burns and extensive deep tissue and organ damage. Low voltage exposures tend to result in lesser injury. United States households are supplied with voltages in the 110 to 220 range, which causes muscle tetany and can lead to prolonged exposure to electrical source as the patient cannot let go. From an external source, it takes only 60 to 100 milliamps of low-frequency AC or 300 to 500 milliamps of DC to induce ventricular fibrillation. For an internal source, pacemaker, it takes less than 1 milliamp to induce ventricular fibrillation. Resistance. Electricity, the path of least resistance, thus most injuries occur to tissues with the least amount of resistance. Skin is the tissue with the most amount of resistance to the human body, followed by bone, nerves, muscle, and blood have the least amount of resistance. Further reinforcing this concept is mo moist tissues, muscle have much lower resistance than dry tissues. Higher skin resistance results in more diffuse burns to the skin. Lower skin resistance results in deeper burns that are likely to involve internal organs. 
where their skin is relatively dry or moist, electricity passes through the highly resistant skin tissue and then spreads out through the underlying tissues with less resistance. Therefore, skin burns can appear mild when internal in tissues and organs can be severely damaged. History and physical. Patients with electrical burns should be examined and treated following a, a trauma patient assessment protocols with priority to the airway breathing circulation and the primary and secondary survey. A thorough history should be obtained, including the source of the patient's electrical injury, the voltage and type of current, AC or DC, to the energy source, the duration of electrical exposure, and how the injury was occurred. It was also important to obtain the patient's cardiac history, including any history of prior arrhythmias. A head-to-toe examination should also be completed, giving particular attention to the skin, including the scalp. The patient will usually present with burns that are indistinguishable from thermal burns, except they may have a pattern consistent with a body part in contact with a source and the ground. For example, the patient may have burns on the hands from contact with the electrical source. The electricity then travels through the tissues of the body, causing injury. Finally, the electricity causes a burn where it exits the body. Commonly on the feet, which are the ground, these patients are specifically at risk for cardiac damage if the path of the current traversed the heart. Patients may also present with injuries from falls caused by electrical shock, such as bone, long bone fractures, spinal fractures, and joint dislocations, classically posterior shoulder dislocations. Of note, patients who have experienced injuries from electrical shock may have no external injuries at all, such as when a person who drops their hair dryer in the water while in the bathtub. When documenting wounds, one should refer to the areas as contact points rather than entrance wounds and exit wounds. Evaluation. EKG, cardiac enzymes, CBC, urinalysis to check for myoglobin due to rhabdomyolysis should be obtained. Any patient who is in contact with a high voltage source should have continuous cardiac monitoring during evaluation. One may also consider CT imaging of the head if the patient has altered mental status and associated head trauma from a fall being thrown in a blast. Treatment management. The number one priority is to treat the patient without putting rescuers at risk for injury. Immediate treatment includes the following. Remove the patient from the source of electricity. Shut off the power source. Remove the patient's clothing, especially any metal that is in contact with the body, such as jewelry or equipment. Next, ACLS should be followed for patients without a pulse. In conscious patient, pain control and fluid management, preferably lactated ringers, would be priorities. Large bore IV access and large volume fluid resuscitation is important in patients with anything more than a very minor low voltage injury. Fluid should be titrated to produce adequate urine output, 75 to 100 milliliters per hour in adults or 1 milligram per kilogram per hour in children. Avoid hypothermia in these patients. Patients who are pregnant, have chest pain, have a history of cardiac arrhythmias, or have a history of heart disease or those with high voltage exposure should be placed on a cardiac monitor and observed for 6 to 12 hours. Pregnant patients at, at greater than 20 weeks, gestation should be placed on a fetal monitor, especially if exposed to high voltage. Patients with severe burns should be referred to the nearest burn center. Since internal injuries are more difficult to interpret in patients with electrical injuries versus simple thermal burns, one should have a lower threshold for transfer to a burn center overall. If a patient is stable during monitoring and has no concerning findings on labs and has unremarkable EKG, he or she may be discharged after the burns have been treated, injuries have been addressed, and the tetanus vaccination has been updated. Differential Diagnosis Electrical injuries usually cause burns, but do not always. It, thus, if one has no external burns, but the history is consistent with electrical injury, one should not rule out electricity as a differential. Prognosis. 
Prognosis varies depending upon the direction that the current travels through the body, the duration of the exposure, the type of current, voltage, and amperage of the electrical source, and the resistance to the tissues through which the current travels. Complications. Complications from electrical injuries are similar to those with thermal burns, such as infection, compartment syndrome, rhabdomyolysis. Additionally, one may have associated injuries from being thrown from the electrical source or from falling from a height, such as a roof, bucket truck, or ladder, due to the electrical shock in these injuries. Should be assessed and treated appropriately. Cardiac complications can occur. One can have an arrhythmia, possibly a fatal arrhythmia, at the time of the injury. Anyone who exper experiences an arrhythmia or any chest pain or other typical cardiac-related symptoms is also at risk for arrhythmia in the 24 to 48 hours following the injury. Thus, these patients should be kept on a cardiac monitor at all times. Any high-voltage injury should have continuous cardiac monitoring for a minimum of 8 hours. A special consideration is pediatric electrical injuries that occur as a result of a child putting a cord in the mouth and biting down, causing a burn injury to the corners of the mouth. These patients can be sent home if there's no other associated injuries. However, the complication in this case to warn patients about is delayed bleeding from labial artery, which can be occur seven days following the date of the injury. Due to complicated nature of injury patterns with electrical injuries, anything more, anything more than a minor electrical injury should have a qualified trauma and burn center as a final disposition.